Broadcasting from Alito to Alton, from Champaign to Chicago, and from Robinson to Rockford, this is the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com. Yeah, just a bunch of turkeys who hit out in the woods and survived and gobble another day. The Sports Spectacular. Hope you're having a splendid Thanksgiving weekend. If you're just now hearing this and the calendar on the wall says December, our advice is eat less turkey next year. That tryptophan is something else. You slept through the whole weekend and now it's December. Uh, Larry Smith, Mike Kegley, Brad Sturdy uh, here with you right now. We are smack dab in the middle of a nine-day stretch, guys. Two football games. Four basketball games, two radio shows, and then one major holiday. Are you are you stressed out yet? I'm in a partridge in a pear tree too, right? All that stuff together. We got, yeah, <laughs> been got to go to Kansas City, you know, um, watch some basketball games, you know. It, so it's been, I mean, it's been crazy. Some high school basketball games this week. Got to watch those. So it's been exciting, man. I, I tell you, this is this is what it's all about, though. This is why you're doing it, so you can have this great content out at AlinaGuys.com. Yeah, and I swore this year I wouldn't overeat at Thanksgiving. Seemed like that's what we have on the show, to make sure you would wake up. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I let myself down yet again. <laughs> well, so, football-wise, a uh, big regular I'm, season. To, yes, sir. Ex- expectations way too high, Mike. Yeah, I know. I know. High. It's like don't, don't eat to the point you can't make it over to the couch and watch the Cowboy game without falling asleep on the way to the couch. I didn't accomplish that yet again. <laughs> there he was on the floor and the picture is all over his kids' social media. <laughs> uh, big football weekend, of course, right smack and dab in the middle of that. Regular season finale this weekend. Illini hosts Northwestern, 2.30 kickoff, Memorial Stadium. We say goodbye to the seniors. Illinois, uh, an outside shot at a bowl bid if they can beat the Wildcats and finish at 5-7. and seven. We'll dive into that. But let's start, though, with men's hoops. And, uh, Brad, you, you talked about it. What a week uh, in Kansas City. Yeah, you know, uh, Illinois really had a rough night on on Monday when they got uh, kind of rolled by Cincinnati, got up to a great start and then lose by 20, but bounced back and beat, you know, Kansas, Kansas State, got to maybe exercise those demons. I don't know, beat some Bruce Weber, and, but more importantly, beat Mark Smith. Um, they really, <laughs> those guys really wanted to beat Mark Smith um, after the struggles they've had against Missouri when he was playing. So I, I think that was a good, you know, good win for Illinois to, to bounce back. You know, got some health issues, we'll find out, you know, over the, coming days to find out exactly what's going to happen with those guys and if they can get everybody back. But the other thing was, you know, and the one takeaway after, uh, after I got to watch Cincinnati and Arkansas, Cincinnati might be pretty good. Cause I think Arkansas is really good. So Cincinnati's better than we think. So I'm not, not saying Illinois should have lost by 20, but maybe it's not as bad a loss. We've seen some of these teams that Illinois, Marquette and Cincinnati, both are maybe better than we thought heading into the season. Yeah. And, and coach Underwood, has kind of been famous or maybe infamous for losing an occasional uh, head scratcher early in the season as a head coach. And he's also famous for getting a team ready at the end of the year and having it peak at the right time. So, you know, again, I don't want to excuse a couple losses that, that uh, definitely didn't sit well with some of the Illini fandom, but I, I do trust the process that he has in place to develop a team and get it ready to go. Boy, Monday night, I think when you when you take that to the end of the Marquette game a week earlier, and then you saw Monday night what happened, because all we thought was, well, okay, well, Kofi's back, and so we'll be complete again. And um, outside of the, the first few minutes, I mean, it was, um, it was very painful. We're going to hear from Coach Underwood. We'll break down both of those games. And, and as a reminder, of course, uh, the Friday night game as well uh, versus the Texas Rio Grande Valley. Complete coverage of that on IlliniGuys.com. What do you think the lesson learned? And Brad, I'll start with you on, on this team with what they went through these last seven days. And if you want to even go back to the Marquette game. Well, I think the one thing, and we, we I know uh, Matt and I and Mike and Ked talked about this on our podcast this week, that this team has to guard. And when they, they laid down against Cincinnati and didn't, and didn't guard and, and they kind of gave up, they can win a lot of games just by playing defense. They're obviously until they get the offense kind of clicking and on the same page, get some cohesion. And more importantly, you know, talking to, I talked to Brad uh, Underwood as he's walking out of the venue in, in, in uh, Kansas city. He's like, it's hard to practice when and, and have cohesion 
when you have so many guys missing practice all the time. And, and I think that's a big part of it. And I, I think, you know, when they get that and they get clicking, but if you guard all the time, now the offense rolls and you're successful. Yeah, and I, and I think Coach is great about focusing on what they can control. And one thing that they can control is their effort, their energy, and their hustle. And, you know, you can't control uh, maybe, you know, one basket has tighter rims than the other. Uh, you can't control that shot that goes down six, eight inches and pops back out somehow. But you can control the fact that you're going to get down and play some defense. And I think we saw in the second half against K-State that when they decide to dig down and play some tough D, they're a pretty tough team. And they just have to make sure that they control that. Well, and I think an understanding that that nothing's automatic. This is we we haven't seen this many Illini with this much preseason hype individual players in quite a while. And I'm not calling out Kofi. I'm not calling out Bellow. I'm just saying overall that this is a, again kind of the next step. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a, a top perennial top ten program, you've got to learn overall how to bring it 365 and not just when the conference season starts or whatever. So I think that's part of the maturation process. We'll see where it goes. We're going to break down this week uh, even further. Coming up, what happened Monday night? We'll hear from Brad Underwood and talk about lessons learned in a lackluster effort that resulted in a loss. See what I did there? All those L's. Uh, it's a busy show. Grab a snack that won't put you to sleep, Mike. Back after this on the Sports Spectacular. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. Getting out of the military, I was missing this camaraderie. It's frustrating when you try and talk to people that don't understand. I still had the anger, I still had the addictions, but we didn't talk about that. Came to a point where it's like, okay, I really need to talk to somebody about this. Family more or less encouraged me, you know, go, go to the VA. It's okay to go get help. It's okay to talk to people because it takes true strength to ask for help. Hear veterans' real stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. The Alana Guys Sports Spectacular, powered by AlanaGuys.com and our Black Friday special. This is so exciting. Join now, annual membership, and get a free Illini Guys sweatshirt. Be the only one on your block, unless your neighbor also is a Illini guy, then you're just Illini guys together. And, and Brad, on the on the message boards, you're always complaining, but this is a contest that you can actually win. Yeah, Mike told me as long as I pay for it, I can win a sweatshirt too. There you go. I was tr- being totally truthful for once. <laughs> As long as I pay for it, I can win one too. I somehow I think that's not a good deal, but I don't know. <laughs> but but you can win if you pay for it. There you go. Right, right. That's right. Uh, you know, some wins. That's what Illinois wanted coming into the week. And then came Monday night, 23 to 8 lead, and then somebody nailed a cover on the Illinois basket while no one was looking in the arena. 23 points in the first eight minutes, only 28 points the rest of the way. Ugh. 71-51 upset loss to Cincinnati Monday night. Here was Brad Underwood after the game. Anybody and anybody, all of them. Um, you know, I, you, you know, you start with Trent, you start with DeMonte. You, you know, DeMonte comes in, gets 10 rebounds, and and you start with um, uh, Kofi, and and now that he's back and, and in, in the mold. I mean, uh, it's about being connected. It's about being together. It's about being – 
uh, a cohesive group. And obviously, uh, we're not that, on, especially on the offensive end. Um, you know, we come back and we're number two in the country in rebounding and rebounding and we just get pounded on the glass tonight. Uh, you'd think that'd be different with, uh, with Kofi. And, uh, but, you know, here he is and he, has, he only has six rebounds. Um, so I, you know, I didn't like our energy. I'm looking for anybody and, and, and everybody's got to be held accountable, but we've had Jeremy and it's an excuse and it, but yet it's, it's relevant because we've, we've been so fractured here early in the season and had no continuity and no togetherness and guys out and guys not even being able to come to practice. And, um, we'll, we'll get it right. And, uh, but, uh, you know, Right now, tonight that was ugly. Tonight that was hard to watch. Yeah, the the Illini definitely um, lack some lack some leadership. And you know, Underwood's you know trying to figure out who that's going to be. Number eleven is not walking through that door anymore. Although you know he's doing well for the Bulls, but we we I mean, you take him back. But at the same time, it's just not going to happen. So you the other guys have to step up. And I think the other issue, you know, with the they just haven't they have no cohesion. They've had guys who. Uh, have been out with injuries. So some of the guys who you might want to lead maybe haven't been in the game or haven't been around and or haven't been practicing. They're going through other things. They're running on a treadmill while you're practicing. It, it's hard to have a leader um, who isn't really, you know, around. And I think that's been a problem for Illinois. And, and sometimes, you know, we always used to, we always joke about leadership. Leadership can go in one of two directions. You can be a really good leader and you can lead them in the wrong direction too. So, I mean, you can be a person who people follow, but they might follow you in the wrong direction. So I, I think there are two different kinds. There's a leader who can lead you in the correct direction and the wrong direction. So that's where Brad Underwood's trying to find out somebody to take him in the right direction. Yeah, and and people talk about Io as a talented basketball player. But the other thing that he brought to the table last year was he was a very talented leader. And he led people in the right direction. And he was extremely effective at what he did. Um, now that gap of just his physical talent as a basketball player is being compounded by that lack of leadership. Brad, do you think there is, does it have to be a player that leads the team or at least gets the ball rolling? Or are there other options that could help the team in this situation? Ideally, you'd want it to be a player, but I think you have a guy on staff who's young, you know, whether it's a, a Chester Frazier who has a lot of, you know, can get a lot of respect of those younger guys and uh, those young players and, and kind of because he can lead by, you know, he knows he, he's been through it and he can he can kind of tell him this is what it was. You know, I, I, you know, I played at Illinois and this is what we went through. We went through some tough times there and we, you know, we came out on, you know, at the other side and, and we battled through it. So I think Chester can maybe step up and be a little bit, uh, do a little more. But the hard part is for him is he's just met a lot of these guys six, seven months ago. So it's a different animal than maybe what, um, you know, what what a player who's been there for five years could do. And so that's where you'd like to see. Brad, and that's a question I'd, I'd like to ask you because you're close to the program. Um, we, we've changed out the three assistant coaches and, and these guys were close to those other assistant coaches. You bring up a great point you may not have that trust or, or, or those relationships just yet that, that you did enjoy under the, the former assistants. No question. I think that's a big part of it. You know, the one guy who's probably, you know, it's obviously been there, you know, you had Brad Underwood and you know, Tyler has also been around the team. He's in a different role, but Jeff Alexander has been a big part of this, his relationship with Kofi, even today or, or even uh, this week at, at games, you know, talking to him, Jeff was really good at, um, at communicating with Kofi, getting him to do things, you know, explaining to him where he needs to go, what he needs to do. I think that relationship that he has is really important. So I think you have everybody's trying to learn from each other. Uh, the players trying to learn from the coaches uh, and see what they'll do. And I think the coaches are trying to learn what they can do with the players and how they can work with them. Brad, and that's a, a great point. And I think that's a thing that we've seen other teams already look Michigan the other power in the Big Ten, struggling with a couple of losses, a 20-point loss as well. So it's one of those things you can have all the players and all the pieces there. Sometimes it takes longer to gel. And I, I still think this team has um, the, the ingredients to reach the second weekend of the NCAA tournament and beyond. We'll, we'll see what happens. Certainly, we do know this, that they had a much uh, better uh, night 
the next night against Kansas State. And we'll break down that win a bit later in the show. But remember, complete post-game coverage and analysis right now on IlliniGuys.com. Football's up next. Illini versus Northwestern this weekend. Brett Bielema returning to the sideline. What was it like to watch your team from the basement? Coach talks about that coming up next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com growing your family opening your own business retiring to travel leaving your legacy at Busey bank we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work uc bank building business Growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. This is David Williams, a leading receiver from the University of Illinois, here on Illini Guy on Sports Spectacular. Go Illini. All along the Illini Guys radio network, this is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, Patrick Quinn on the board with us uh, here as well. We're talking football, Illinois taking on Northwestern at Memorial Stadium. It's the regular season finale coming off that loss at Iowa. And of course, this was a game that Brett Bielema, the head coach, was not there, as you know, uh, a week ago, Monday night, testing positive for COVID-19. So he's been quarantining in his basement, uh, you know, all this time. And he talked about during his uh, weekly press conference what it was like to sit at home and have to watch his team on TV. Let's take a listen. You know, I never really watch. I watch TV copy of our opponents because I want to see the live, right? But I, I very seldom watch our games on TV unless my Jen, you know, Jen, you know, puts it on late at night or, or you know, sometime we're back. I never watch us on TV. Um, and I've never watched, obviously, a game as a head coach from this, the, the, the uh, ability to see replay and see what actually happened, um, you know, that that is a very frustrating thing because even when you're on the field, you think you see things, but then to see them happen live, um, you know, I, I I know like if you guys remember, there was a third down play at the end of the game where we threw to Pat uh, Pat Bryan on the sideline over there, and he was, he was acting like he was interfered with, and I saw the end of the play, and he really wasn't interfered with, but he did get grabbed on his on his – on his route, right? And they grabbed his wrist and prevented, and that's what he was frustrated with. So that that became the life right in front of me. And I'm like, ah, you know, I'm going nuts. You know, my neighbors don't know why I'm in here, but they may have been at that point. Uh, I, I think that that part is really real. Like I understand now from a, I'm sure you guys go back and watch the TV copy a lot, even when you're at the game live or you see it up in the booth, that brings a, a much more detail to the game. I'd really not really ever, thought about in my my uh, coaching career i've had to miss some games occasionally well one i missed one game um or, or two and it's uh it's so hard to not be there and, and you're trying to get updates you're trying to find out what's going on and, and bielema couldn't even do that really you know he's watching it live but man it is so difficult because you feel like if you were there you could you would think of this and you would make a difference and and you just beat yourself up over it the, the entire time. Yeah, and, and I've coached quite a bit, but let's I'd like to defer to the Illini guys watching TV in the basement correspondent who can give us a real rundown on what that is like. So, Patrick Quinn, <laughs> you want to go ahead and give us a little bit about uh, some of the expertise that you've garnered over the years? Well, I knew there was going to be a problem when these announcers were not on site because when they did their little stand-up ahead of time, you could see them standing in front of a screen. So I was thinking about how the announcers not being on site and not having insight to things that are actually happening live uh, would be a problem. And it, it came true. And it sounded like Coach Bielamo kind of alluded to it because it frustrated him. They came back from commercial at least twice 
talking about penalties that had occurred when they went to commercial break. And if they had been on site now, Larry, you can talk about this too. You've called games. If they had been on site, there's no way they would have gone to break like that. Right. That had to frustrate them. Yeah, it's got to be tough. And it, that's this poor production. Uh, I'll just call out, you know, um, I guess, was that an ESPN game or is that a, no, it was FS, FS1. one wasn't, I'm gonna call yeah, out Fox yeah. I'm gonna call out Fox because they shouldn't do that. Um, you guys know every year I, I do play by play for the Georgia high school football championships on Georgia public broadcasting them. And I'll do it again here in a couple of weeks. And um, last year we did it in studio because of COVID. They've already made the call that this year we're doing it in studio in Midtown Atlanta. We're not at uh, the Georgia State Stadium, so it does kind of pose some problems there. But what you do is you have somebody there on the ground and, and they have their ears for you to explain what's happening. And clearly FS1 if you didn't have that. If you don't have the announcers there and the crew there, then you've got to make, you've got to make those adjustments. I mean, I, I, don't, care, I don't care if it's a, you know, Alabama plan, Georgia plan, number one team in the country, or if it's a, a Illinois playing with a sub 500 record. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's only fair. I don't know if it's a cost cutting move or whatever, but I think if I was Brett Bielma sitting there as I usually don't watch games on TV or even watch film from the TV version. And then to see that on a commercial break to come back and find that out, I think I would be angering probably throwing something through a window or angering uh, the people that are in a hotel next to me. I don't blame them. Yeah. um, But aside from that, I mean, Illinois, of course, getting the loss, but I thought again, that the defense played well, you take away the 100 yard school record kickoff return and the, the late pick six uh, that Brandon Peters threw and you know, they're right there only giving up again, less than 20 points, the defense again, giving the team the chance uh, to win Mike. Yeah. You know, I, it's hard for me. And I know a lot of Illini fans will be frustrated, but I, I really feel like coach Bielma is on a, he's basically proved to everybody that his system is going to work. Um, I can't imagine how much better they're going to be with talent uh, as they as he stockpiles his own recruits over the course of four years. And and I, I really feel like the, Illinois' future is very bright. I don't know if you feel the same way, Brad. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think that once you get those, you know, the right guys to fit his scheme and his style, I think that's going to be – yeah, it, it totally changed what they do offensively, and they'll be more. They can play more of the complementary football they want to play because the defense has been good enough. Now you get uh, some guys in there a little bit bigger on the offensive line, perhaps, and then you get in uh, a quarterback who you know completes passes and all that stuff. And it would be a receiver, you know, more more explosive and dynamic receivers. And I think they're bringing those in, you know, in, in this in this recruiting class. So I, I think you're going to see that and the offense becomes better, and now you're with a solid defense and you win football games. It's just easy, right? Yeah, well, and, and, and that's what, you know, again, I know sometimes style points matter to the fans, but I like the Ws, and, and I, we've come so close, and the defense has exceeded expectations. I, I just think that, you know, they're, they're so close to breaking through, and, and next year might be a big surprise for people. I just want to know, with the current coaching climate, uh, if Bielema has a great season next year, do you lock him up for 10 years? I, I've said before, if, if he wins back-to-back eight-win seasons, they build a statue because it's literally, that is, I mean, for this program, the history of this program, that is monumental if, if, if that happens. And again, we've talked about, Mike talked a couple of weeks ago about how little success this program has had, how few wins it's had. Um, if they do get this win, they do get a bowl win. Um, I think we said that six wins is the high mark in the last 10 years since Zook was out. He was the last he got seven, fired. He got, he got fired, fired for six for, wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got fired for six wins. So actually in year one, you 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 tied the 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 program high over the last decade. That's how that's how close they are right now. So well, and, right. and I think Illinois can lock him up because with this COVID protocol, we figured out how to lock him in the basement. So <laughs> maybe we can keep him in town for a while. And we'll hear more about that from him. Uh, he oh, had a, he had Mike's a, now locking people in basements. Hey, is it a good <laughs> is it a good coach, Brad? Is it a good coach? That's all I'm asking you. Yes oh, or my. no? Oh my! Oh, uh, was... a bridge too far. That's Brad, right, a bridge too far. I was trying to save you, Mike, and Brad jumped in and called you out. There it is. Uh, we're going to hear more from Brad Bielema a bit later this hour. He had something else really um, unique that you don't hear much uh, from a a coach and talking about his experience that's coming up on this segment here brought to you 
by Busey Bank. This is Atlanta Guys Sports Spectacular. Time for a quick break. All along the Atlanta Guys Radio Network. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Right back here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular, and this segment brought to you by HX Home Solutions. Um, what a big week for Illinois football. They lost last week to Iowa, 33-23. Uh, that much we know. They play this weekend in their regular season finale, hosting Northwestern, as we've talked about before. But uh, some honors for the defense. Isaiah Gay being named the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week. And Coach Bielema talked about him during his weekly news conference. Uh, to see the improvement he's made this year as a player is probably one of the single greatest in-season improvements I've seen as a player. And that's all the credit to him. Obviously, Coach Kane uh, and the defensive coaches to work with him. But but he took he took the challenge. He's taken it and run and. Hopefully he's going to play his best game this past, this coming Saturdays. Yeah, Isaiah was all over the field against Iowa, and he picked a very good game uh, to showcase his skills. Uh, Ten tackles, um, five point five for loss. Uh, the guy was. If there was a big play made by the Illinois defense, it seemed like he was in on it. And uh, congrats to him. Uh, fantastic uh, game, and hopefully he can wreak some more havoc on uh, Northwestern. I'm all for that. There's a guy who really fits the scheme that they're running now, and, and they've been able to put him in a position to succeed, which is what good coaches do, like Ryan Walters. Um, he, this was the most ever tackles for loss in a game by an Illini defender in a Big Ten game. Um, so he was just one half of a tackle for loss. He needed one more. And he would have set the Big Ten record. And as it is, it's third. So third most in a in a game. Um. So in Illinois history. So pretty wild. Pretty wild. Uh, game. A uh, you know great game by him. I, I'm very impressed by what Gaze developed. Um. Uh, this year. I think he makes Coach Walters look like a genius. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what's great too is we're finally talking about a top ranked, uh, well, a, a soon to be top ranked Big Ten uh, football defense like Illinois. I remember that's the way it was throughout the nineties, early two thousands. And we're on the cusp of it, right? We begin to see those, those stars emerge. I mean, he's one uh, Keith Randolph uh, out of Belleville is a red shirt freshman and Patrick and being down in the, in the St. Louis area. You're familiar with him. Uh, how about Kirby Joseph and, and what he has done? I mean, he, there's some, uh, you know, Mike, some, some all American buzz with, with what he's done. And he's just been fantastic in the secondary every week. He makes plays. You know, he, he reminds me of uh, one of the Illini legends who is uh, on the on our uh, Eye on the Illini show, Craig Swope. Uh, he's a guy, you know, Joseph makes big hits. He gets some key interceptions. And sometimes, just like uh, Mr. Swope did all those years ago, uh, he hits people so hard that I'm almost thinking he needs to put on 20 pounds just to protect himself. <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh... You've got a Kirby Joseph for, tied for first in the nation with five interceptions, tied for second in the nation with three fumble recoveries. And according to Pro Football Focus, he's uh, the number one graded defensive back in the nation. Man, that's uh, that's elite. And, and at the beginning, you remember when he started the year, he wasn't on the field, uh, wasn't starting. So and now, now you've got him making a huge impact. And I think what's what's also really cool about this is we've got guys that are NFL caliber again. We're not just talking about the punter or the kicker going to the NFL. We're talking about guys that are leading the nation in interceptions and fumble recoveries, and they're going to play on Sunday. And you've got guys coming back. I mean, don't forget that, you know, CJ Hart was injured. Um, was it the Nebraska game? After the- It wasn't Nebraska game. And let, let me say something about CJ. Yeah. So if, if CJ Hart had not gotten hurt, I don't know that Kirby Joseph would be where he's at right now this season. Interesting. I think that CJ Hart would have been the heart and soul of the defense, but you know, don't get me wrong. Kirby's fabulous. He's, he's the, one of the best player on defense, in my opinion, but uh, I think CJ Hart would have taken the spotlight. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> I, and, 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 and the listeners did too. They're, they're yeah, heart, heart of the defense. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Worked hard for that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, guys. So many ways we can go with that. So, 
Yeah. I feel like you should get like a, shouldn't we have a Kirby on Kirby type thing? Should he have his own show like right. outdoors or Kirby on Kirby? You could work that out. Yeah. We should add that maybe coming up. I like that. I, the, like I mean, the NIL, NIL deal too. I mean, you could do it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But exciting times with that defense. And again, Ryan Walters, as you mentioned, the, the massive contract extension, you know, coming back, this is a, a could be one of the best defenses in the Big Ten in 2022 with all the pieces that they've got and a year, um, you know, understanding uh, his scheme. Yeah, I think I think they really have kind of raised the bar. And of course, the other thing is when you see what Michigan State did last year with the transfer portal, what happens if Illinois gets a couple pieces and parts in the transfer portal, you know, uh, to help give that that defense some depth? Um, boy, they, they could actually be better next year than they are this year. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's a chance this defense could be better next year. Um, they lose some guys, but you saw even last week, you know, against Iowa when Rod Perry was out. And so they next man up and they've really done a good job with that. Now, if they and if they put an offense out on the field, um, they can, you know, throw the ball down the field and, you know, consistently score points. <laughs> team could be good. A the next what? thing. A what? <laughs> offense. Uh-huh. That's why, oh, when you, oh when, okay, an offense. When you have okay. the ball and you're trying to score. I, 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 <laughs> oh. I should have gone over that. And they throw a forward pass. They invented a, that. A what? <laughs> forward pass. Sometimes I sometimes I do feel like we're watching Georgia Tech and Cumberland College back in the day. But uh Yeah, because I was gonna say, is it too much to ask that maybe the defense can score too? Uh, that's gonna be the next thing that we're gonna talk about, right? Yep. Don't give him any ideas, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) Lots to be excited about for this Illini defense. No question. This segment presented by HX Home Solutions. This is the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Quick timeout right now. And then up next, uh, Matt Stevens of the Illini Guys talks uh, football. We'll we'll recap uh, the Iowa game. And he's got to clean up something we talked about. Brett Bielema in the last last segment uh, about uh, something that he noticed while working from home. Matt just told us in the commercial break that he's got a different angle to that story. We'll hear that coming up next here on the Sports Spectacular. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today. 224-880-6000. 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions. 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000. HX Home Solutions. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Attention travelers. Next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Right back here. Hope you're having a great Thanksgiving weekend. The Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. Joining us now from the Illini Guys 
the football writer and analyst. Uh, he's really a jack of all trades. He's been covering basketball, football. Uh, we're getting some golf in there one of these days because I think he's a what's your handicap, Matt? Are you a single handicap? Three, four? I used to be back in the day, and I haven't touched a golf club in God knows how long. So there's no way I can claim that now. Okay. But still, you probably can beat the pants off the rest of this. Matt Stevens is here. Uh, Matt, you were in our state of the art uh, orange room over here, state of the art break room that everyone goes into. Uh, you'll see Kendrick Prince coming in here in a moment. He'll, he always comes and gets his coffee. And you heard us a moment ago talking about Brett Bielema um, and his comments and watching from home. You were at Kinnick Stadium. Of course, you're close to the team all year long, and you had a different story. Tell us about what Brett was really saying. Yeah, first of all, quickly, the the, the Thanksgiving meal in the orange room was awesome, by the way. Awesome. It was awesome. to Larry and Mike for that one. We aimed to uh, pull yeah. Uh, no, look, I don't want to get the head, the first year head coach of the Illini in trouble here. So I'll just put it this way. Okay. There's coded language in what Bielema is talking about with, you know, how he was able to watch certain things and didn't get to like notice some certain things that would change in between commercial breaks. There's coded language there. And the only thing I'll tell, I'll tell Illini fans is uh, during Saturday's game against Northwestern, just go ahead and train yourself to watch um, how many times the ball is, is spotted and how many people spot the ball before a play get in between plays. Um, Cause I know that there's been a lot of interest, not only in Champaign, but a lot of other big 10 schools have had some interest in how the ball is getting marked uh, by big 10 officials over the last few, few games. And uh, it hasn't been uh, exactly, uh, let's just say hundred percent dead on balls accurate um, the way that it's, it, it should be done. So um, hopefully they can get that corrected maybe by next season. And then that won't, there won't be any more coded language. Let's put it that way. Yeah. You, you know, you wonder like if they just throw those balls out there and you, you, they'll say, you know, you're safe. You're, you got a first down by like one inch or by one inch. <laughs> it, it's, it's amazing, but they're so random when they put them down, you know I mean? It's, it's really astonishing, but and how many times they put it down, Brad, and how many people are putting it down and how many different viewpoints they have on where the ball should be spotted. So yeah, there's no doubt. It's it's like a Mr. Magoo. Exactly. Exactly. It's just random thing. So of course, anybody who's under like young has no idea what I just said, Mr. Magoo. So Google. Anyway, Google. Google. So Matt, I got to ask you a question. So the upcoming game with Northwestern, I want to talk about this. Um, Am I crazy in thinking Illinois is, is the better team here um, on both sides of the ball and should win this game? Um, am I crazy in thinking that you are not? And you should have thought it two years ago too, with the last time this game was played in Champaign, except for the only difference is that Illinois is a heck of a lot healthier than they were two years ago, going into that game as well. And Pat Fitzgerald took, took a full advantage of that in 2019. And that's how they were able to walk away with a win. I think with a three win football team going into Champaign for that game. Uh, no, there's a reason why Illinois is about a touchdown favorite in this game and should be. And I, I, I think it's because there's a, so much transition going on with, with on both sides of the ball, whether it's personnel or coaching at Northwestern, that they just really have kind of, you know, had a, had a rebuilding year at Northwestern. And a rebuilding year at Northwestern means a three or four win season. Um, Illinois, I think, is better um, up front, actually, than, than, North, than Northwestern has proved to be this year. Uh, Brett Bielema has talked about a lot of, you know, the coaches at Northwestern are actually very familiar to him. One being Kurt Anderson, who I actually thought Brett was going to hire as the offensive line coach here at Illinois when he was going through his staff hires. Um, Kurt was working with him at Arkansas and, and they've got a big transition going on offensive line wise at Northwestern. They, they, they've, they've had a lot of patchwork deals going on there. I know that Fitz has tried to really, you know, hone in on what they're doing defensively um, because it's been a real big problem for them to stop the run. Guess what? Illinois does really, really well on offense. So yeah, I, I think there's a lot of Jimmy, the Greek check marks that you can put in Illinois column you know, come Saturday. And I think it's why you should feel good about Illinois being able to win the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You know, I, I feel good about that, Matt, but I owe you an apology because I left a plate of half-eaten food in the orange room. I had no idea that anybody was going to go in there and eat it, so I'm sorry about that. Um, I'm not. So <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> That's good. Um, the other question I had is: is how has uh, Coach B done 
head to head against Fitzgerald. You know, what kind of rivalry do those two guys have being roughly uh, peers, you know, and, and, you know, I, I think it's going to be kind of a second part of the novel uh, coming up here over the next few years. Well, like everybody else, Mike, when, when Bielema was at Wisconsin, Northwestern found it really, really tough to beat the, the Big Ten West giant that was the Wisconsin Badgers as well. So he's had some a lot of success. I think Fitz has nipped him a couple of times in games against in, in Evanston. Um, but I, I really think that he's put an emphasis on, on these types of games. I'll put it to you this way, Mike. Taking it out of the whole Bielema Fitz thing, and I, I thought it was really cool that he mentioned that the two coaches that that immediately texted Brett when he tested positive for COVID was one Kurt Ferentz, obviously Iowa, his connection there, but Fitz was the other one because Fitz was totally excited about Brett Bielema coming to Illinois and and bringing more juice to the Big Ten West. Uh, you, you kind of can tell how how solid you know Fitz feels at Northwestern when when he's kind of doing stuff like that, but I, I'll just turn it on like the players. Similarly, Mike, to the Iowa game this past weekend, these guys have never beaten Northwestern. It's been since 2014 that Illinois has won this game. It's been since 2011 they've won it in Champaign. So you're you're looking at guys like Doug Kramer and uh, Owen Carney who have never beaten Northwestern in their entire career. Uh, I, I really think in order to, you know, fulfill their careers, I think they're going to want to win a trophy game before they leave Champaign. And I think that's going to be a big deal to them on Saturday. Well, the real, the real breaking news is that uh, Coach Christ didn't send his uh, – didn't text Coach Bielma. I mean, come on. You expect the Wisconsin connection to want to give him some good – some love there. Yeah, Paul didn't get mentioned, but I'm sure he was in line there. But Paul's got a – I'm sure that Brett's going to give him a pass on that because Paul's trying to win a Big Ten West title and get to Indianapolis and maybe try to slow down the at Ohio State offense here in a couple of weeks. So that is got a lot of things to think about. That is shocking information right there that Matt Stevens just gave us. That, that's why it's a line that, that, guy's you know sports spectacular. But no, I'm actually referring to the fact that Mike Cagley left a half-eaten plate of food. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually leave. If it was pizza, there's no such thing as half-eaten. Clearly, it had to be the third plate. Yeah. <laughs> Larry saw that first firsthand at our Papa Dell's event. He's like, dude, there, you don't have to eat all of it. It's yeah. You can, you can leave some, take some home. It's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> Always great stuff. Segment here presented by OSF healthcare, Matt Stevens of the Illini guys, football writer and uh, analyst. Um, good to talk with you. Stick around. It's been a, it's been a while. Appreciate it guys. It's, it's, it's been a minute. You've been busy doing other stuff. So great stuff as well. Um, if you're on IlliniGuys.com, and you need to be, um, Matt does just some great work, not just with football, but also with basketball, some really good insights, um, on this team as they're kind of struggling through and, uh, working out some things here early in the season. Uh, we've got a lot more coming up more back to football coming up in just a moment. And we'll talk again about, uh, Brett Bielema and the unusual quote that he had, uh, that you don't always hear football coaches say this, and that's next on the sports spectacular. When life gets hectic, you need healthcare that's easy. You need OSF On-Call Urgent Care. With OSF On-Call Urgent Care, we make it easy to get affordable, quick, convenient care for minor illnesses and injuries when and where you need it. Walk in for care 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even on holidays. 24-7, 365 virtual care options means we're always on, just like you. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgent care to find a clinic near you or to start a virtual visit. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation. 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. 
You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. As we've talked about, Illini hosts Northwestern at 2.30 kickoff at Memorial Stadium. It's the not just a regular season finale, but it is uh, the return of Brett Bielema, who uh, went on missed last week's game because he's been quarantining because he did test positive for COVID-19. And, uh, and he talked about uh, setting up the schedule, what he's most looking forward to this week once he gets back in the building. Listen to this. We actually have a Thanksgiving dinner. One of the things I've never done here before is provide a meal for our, our players that are here, and everybody's away from home. So I think we got about 115 on our roster. Uh, 90 of them have RSVP'd. will eat dinner with us on Thursday afternoon uh, in the stadium. we got a special meal provided for them and uh, anybody that couldn't make it home. So... Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to a lot of things, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen my girls um, for a long time. So that's what I'm probably looking for more than anything. You know, you don't hear football coaches uh, break up like that, but um, Brett Bielema, I think he's already shown a couple of times. He's, he's real um, boy, the dads, we've all been there. Patrick, I'm going to start with you. Longest time you've been away from your kids. 27 days, 27 days on the road. I work on the road uh, a lot, but, you know, not 27 straight days on the regular. (laughs) And it gets a little rough, you know. So, yeah, I totally understand as a parent because you start because his kids are so young and they're about my kid's age, my youngest. And you start missing some of those key moments, um, you know, that the kids get a little taller, they get. You know, they start acting a little more like a like an adult kind of in your eyes. It's tough. Yeah, I once back in the day, they used to have recruiting periods that ran 10 days long. And so I spent the entire 10 days on the road and it was from Kansas City and um, Las Vegas to Kansas City and so forth. Indianapolis and just never, never saw my kids for 10 days. That was that was really tough. I this week was crazy, too. I just missed one of my daughter's games. Of course, she makes a half quarter in the game. And so oh, you just mm. always, you know, you, you, you're like, wow. See, that is what I'm afraid of that I'll miss because my son is going to start playing football next fall. And I don't want to miss any of his football games. Any, how do you do that, Brad? It's tough. I don't miss many games. I get to a lot of them, but it's, it's, you know, you, know, you just, it's hard to be everywhere. So luckily we can watch them on TV or on the, the internet. So a little bit, so maybe True. that helps. Yeah, the reason I got off the road from sales is I spent nine years where I averaged 180 Marriott nights a year um, out on the road, and uh, I became the cats in the cradle guy. So, um, you know, I was gone for everything uh, unless it was on a weekend. And and so, um, I, you know, I kind of my oldest son, I, I was able to watch most of his high school stuff, but then my two younger sons, I made sure that I was there for every game, you know, to make sure that I didn't miss those. I guess my oldest son, I got junior high and high school in, but it was tough when you're gone, you know, like I said, Monday through Friday, almost every week, it it was definitely a challenge. Yeah. Sales is, is tough. Um, For me, I got a chance to cover four Olympics. Three of them were overseas, um, Athens and then Torino and Beijing. Athens in 2004 was the hardest because the kids were both toddlers. They were they were preschoolers. And so that was the hardest one. The first one of being gone three weeks each time. That was that was tough. Um, My wife took a picture once in the the Winter Olympics. They were hugging. We had a big screen TV that, you know, at the time that would set on the floors back in 2006. And they were trying to hug the TV as I was on. TV, which was, you know, one of those, of course, <clears throat> had to go off in the corner somewhere. I had something in my eye, you know, when she sent the picture. So, uh, oh, you know, but uh, hey, let's get back to um, to the game. And Bielema was talking about this. Um, Matt Stevens is uh, still with us. He came back in from the break room uh, to, and still joining us here in front of his microphone. Uh, Matt, you said you're pretty optimistic that Illinois can get this win and go to five and seven. So let's go around the room. And I want to start with you. What are the chances now of Illinois, um, even though they don't have a winning record, of getting a shot at a bowl game? Uh, average to slim. Uh, let's first of all let's get to five and seven first. Like if Illinois doesn't get to five and seven, you can just it's the last game of the year. You can trust me, seal it. I'm done. 
there's a lot of external factors. Now, Illinois is very, very high in what's called the APR, the Academic Progress Report, which is the NCAA is using for five and seven teams that they need to fill bowl games with. But the other factor is, you know, so Illinois is really high up there, but there there is a idea that there isn't potentially enough teams to fill all of the bowl slots that could be six and six. And even if, but, but in Illinois' favor and those other teams that are high up in the APR list, Rutgers, I think, is pretty high up there as well. Uh, there's teams like Texas who aren't probably going to go to a bowl no matter what their end up their record is. Florida needs a new head coach. They're probably not going to go to a bowl if they want to focus on their head coach. So there's a lot of extreme, you know, there's a lot of extra factors involved to whether or not you want to, you know, go to a bowl game in the middle of December when you probably have other things that you need to do to sure up your program, just like Illinois was trying to do last year. Yeah. I, I really think um, this team, you know, they got to take care of business on Saturday. If I was coach Fitzgerald, I'd want to be ruining that if I could, but uh, it would be nice to see Illinois in a bowl and get that extra three weeks of practice and get some extra revenue and potentially, um, you know, have something to recruit, uh, you know, recruit with out on the recruiting trail. The 15 practice days, Mike, are something you really, really can't underestimate. I, mean, I agree. I and I also thought two years ago, Lovey didn't take as big an advantage of it as I thought he should have by not using all the 15 days. Trust me, if they get to a bowl game at five and seven, Brett will practice 15 times before they play. I wasn't Levy in wasn't Levy in Phoenix for that, or was that something else? No, that was something else. But he just <laughs> like he just didn't want to use all fifteen days. And like, and he said the holiday had something to do with it. But I don't buy that. I don't think uh, he wanted to have fifteen day, fifteen practices and three weeks of practice. It was like Allen Iverson practice. Yeah, talking about practice. We're talking about practice. I like uh, Mike Shashevsky counseling uh, one non-conference game last year, so the kids can go home for Christmas which everyone said, don't send kids home from campus to Christmas around older relatives. But hey, what are you going to do? All right. Well, there we go. First, like you said, Matt had a good point. Let's get to five and seven first and then worry about it. See what happens. Matt, always good to talk to you. We'll talk to you again next week. Read your stuff on AtlantaGuys.com. And, and one reminder, again, don't forget complete uh, post-game coverage and analysis on AtlantaGuys.com. We've got to take a timeout. Much more to come. One hour down and one more to go on the Sports Spectacular.